0: Hello and welcome back to the fourth and final part of the Infinite Escape Room D&D miniseries. If you haven't caught the other episodes yet, quick, nip back and listen to them. And if you're just doggedly here for pure, unadulterated escape rooms of the years, then fret ye not, normal service will resume next week and next episode. Anyway, I'm Mike. Uh, I've been unceremoniously dumped into the body of Chlam Strumlington, the human bard and oaf. And concluding our little adventure with me, I have Tony Conway as Caskill Marwyn, the left-handed dwarf rogue, Emma Bailey as Bailonator Jones, the half-orc barbarian with anger management issues, and Ben Lavery Griffiths as Fourquhar Quendian, the borrower-sized halfling grieving for a spectral rat. And we're ably led through this campaign by Jamie Gibbs, aka the Armchair Escapist, who is our GM and storyteller. Last time, we'd cautiously snuck our way into a tomb in pursuit of the blacksmith's missing son, Pilchard Pete, before blundering around and nearly failing to kill three goblin guards. We rejoin the party just as they have evaded a deadly trap by invoking the best kid's toy of all time, the Slinky. We are at the bottom of a narrow staircase, and what is around the corner is anyone's guess, except for Jamie's. Jamie
1: knows. You can hear the unmistakable sound of chanting. Um, you can also hear, very faintly, um, some some light sobbing coming from the room ahead of you.
2: <gasps> Pilted <Pilchard> Pete. His <laughs> barrel
1: of tomatoes. His barrel of
3: tomatoes. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> special blend of hers and spices
1: (laughs) what you can see in front of you is that the the corridor turns sharply to the left as it did when you entered the the tomb itself so you can't see much further unless you want to go around the corner before i do anything
0: can i very quickly cast healing word on myself because i I took a bit of a duffing in that last fight you certainly can okay uh um Quietly sings the words to you're beautiful no matter what they say.
2: <laughs> Christina right
0: I'm beautiful. Oh.
2: No matter what they say. <laughs> I thought you meant the James <laughs> Blunt oh, oh, No. Yeah, me too. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. He's <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> I heal for fives, which brings me back up to Max. Excellent, cool.
3: How how are we all looking for health, by the way? Cass, oh, you my, took a bit I... of a beat-in. I'm on seven, but I've
2: got a healing potion in my pocket.
3: Cool. I'm on eleven and I've got what? yeah, okay. I've 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 got a healing potion as well. So and four queer you're you're fine, aren't you? Cool. Um well I mean I don't mind going am I oh, am I still in a rage?
1: Uh no. At this point you're uh, in a rage. By
3: this point. No. Okay, cool, cool. I'm calm again, guys, so uh yeah.
1: You
2: know. <laughs> relatively speaking thank god <laughs> you can come
3: close to you. don't you touch press. me <laughs> like, i'm fine now i'm fine you can have had you can your biscuits
2: so, sobbing and chanting
3: up ahead
1: so what i you poke
3: get? my head around the corner yeah i think yep. send kaz uh
1: yeah so kaz you pop your head around the corner uh so you can see yes yeah, so you can see to the end of the corridor and into the next room um so you can notice that the the room ahead of you is made from a much finer uh, stone than the rest of the tomb and you can see that there's four pillars at the center of the room um, and then directly at the other side of that room in the far end, there is a um, stone statue. That's all you can see at the moment. Okay,
2: but I, I can still hear the chanting and the sobbing.
1: Yeah, you can hear sort of a rhythmic chanting and then chanting
2: something. And the sobbing. Okay, cool. Um, it, okay,
1: should we creep in there?
3: Yeah, let's all go.
2: We'll a creep. Shall I see if, see if I can creep in first and get behind one of the pillars? Tidy. I mean, think i great Get the element of the surprise. Yeah. So, yeah, Cass creeps forwards and is aiming to creep up to hide behind like the first pillar on the left, I guess. But yeah. before she does that, I think she's going to get to the end of the corridor and just have a look either side of the door, like slice the pie kind of thing.
1: Okay, cool. Um, So can you give me a stealth check as you creep towards the room?
2: Always. That is 17 plus 6, 23. I'm
1: yeah, in. that's fine. You, you, you are a ghost. You are like a whisper. You are a rumour on the wind as you sneak up.
2: Slightly
4: caramelly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, So as you get into this room... um, So yeah, you can see that there's four pillars in the centre of the room. You can see the statue with a little bit more detail now. And it appears to be an armoured person wearing sort of full plate armour with a visor. Uh, They've got both of their hands uh, held out um, with their palms turned up toward the ceiling. Uh, You can see that there's uh, some niches carved into the walls. Two on the left, two on the right. But you can't see anything about them. Um, And then what you can see as you creep it behind the pillar is to the right of the statue uh, you see an iron cage that contains a small child who's covered in dirt and is just sobbing uncontrollably Mm -hmm. Uh, and then to the the left um, of the statue uh, you see um, a goblin who um, he's he's the one that's doing the chanting Uh, he's wearing a very funny tall hat and then you see uh, next to him is a very large very hairy goblin Um, can you do a history check for me
2: that's an 11 plus 1, that's 12.
1: You've not come across these before, um, but you've heard of them. Uh, you believe that the, the big hairy goblin is is a bugbear. Ah. And he's just sort of snarling, looking at the kid, looking at the goblin, uh, occasionally just nudging the, the goblin and saying something in, in goblin that you don't understand.
2: Okay. Does anyone have anything that they would like to do?
1: I was going to... There's another
3: pillar there, isn't there?
2: Uh, yeah, there are like, four has, cast
3: This behind. So I don't... I'm, might get, like, behind another one to kind of scope out what's happening as well, just so Cas has got a bit of backup and we can kind of try and hint to each yep. other a bit of a plan about maybe some, you know, one going for Pilchard Pete and the other going for um, a plan of action for the others. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do.
1: Cool. Um, before we, we, we do that then, four Queen
4: Chem, <sighs> Uh, very quickly, the bag of sand, um, that was definitely... do we ever check that it was definitely a bag of sand and not perhaps a bag of salt? Uh, it was definitely a bag of sand. Okay, that's fine.
0: Are you still thinking of those sandwiches, Ben?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's just that um, I can comprehend other languages, but I have to cast it with a pinch of salt and soot. We could have got soot oh. from the fireplace, and if it was a bag of salt, I would have had salt to... Uh,
0: oh, either. I see.
4: Do we nah, really care about material? I do not care about material. I'm going to cast comprehend languages.
1: I love it. Excellent, cool. Sweet. Before you do that then, Chlem, what are you planning to do? Well,
0: Clem doesn't like to be cleft out of the party. Uh, so um party. <laughs> he's gonna tippy toe like Tom and Jerry style, um, up behind uh, Cass. Cool. In fact, no, up behind up behind ba- because i was gonna say. have been made to say. Cast turns around and goes. You do piss off. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna tip up <laughs> behind Bayonetta on the basis that I've, spent a lot of time hiding behind her this far and giving her words of encouragement. So yeah.
3: Thank you. You're awfully.
0: Okay.
1: Sweet. So, um, oh,
3: fab So we're all in place.
1: We'll do, um, we'll do four quiz first. Then, so you cast, um, comprehend languages. So as you do, so you can hear the chanting, fairly faintly. Um, but you're getting a lot of. Almost nonsense words, even with the comprehend languages. So it seems that this is a much older, more arcane um, speech, or whatever this chanting is. But the the bits that you do hear um, from from the goblin are things like "cleanse this place, dedicate to Morga." Cleanse this place, dedicate to Morga. And then some Ooh. arcane nonsense that you don't quite quite understand.
4: Cool. A uh, very quick question. Is that uh that presumably takes a spell slot from me, so I've got no more spells.
1: That is true, but you can still cast your um firebolt, light, and minor illusion because they can't trips. Um and then Chlem and Balianator, can you both give me stealth checks to make sure you sneak up behind the pillar?
3: Oh
1: god. Okay. Twelve. Okay. Two. Was that a two? It was. <laughs>
2: okay. The alienator
3: okay. okay. bashes the pillar over into <laughs> and kills boop, the goblin. Boop,
2: boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I'm being so dis.
3: <laughs> no one can see me. <laughs> I'm
2: invisible.
1: <laughs> Check me out. I'm <laughs> like the wind. <laughs> the <tuba music. laughs> <laughs> fucking sousaphone. <laughs> yeah, every single step is. Ah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> So, Balinator, <laughs> oh, you, you, you actually managed to be quite stealthy on the way up to the pillar. And, Chlem, you also are quite stealthy. The problem is, is that Balinator stops before you realise. You bump into Bailinator and she smacks her head on the, against the pillar and just goes,
0: fuck! Oh, oh it's Chlem's fault! <laughs>
3: it's Clem again! <laughs> the old Clem.
1: So then um, both, both the bugbear and the goblin both sort of snap their heads towards you. The bugbear immediately puts his hand on the goblin's shoulder and says rah, rah, something in goblinese that you don't understand. Uh but Forkway, you you hear um from your position, you hear uh the, the gruff voice just so uh, stay, complete ritual. Uh then the bugbear, oh. shit, I gotta have to I gotta draw this out now. Uh can you guys roll initiative for me, please? We can.
0: Eight for me. Nineteen. 22, not 20.
3: Oh, 21. Ooh. So we're all very initiative based.
0: Yes, that's right, Inici- Inici- We are.
3: Inici- <laughs> we're all very intuitive. Here we go. That's the. Still weird.
0: not quite the word I'd go Ooh. for, to be honest.
3: This- no, it's not, is it?
0: <laughs> but it's fine because this is all staying in the edit.
3: Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Thank
0: yeah. you, Colin.
3: Thanks, Craig. I'm going to
0: send this out to every plan. future employer you have.
4: Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, well, presumably, if you could send that list to Bailey, then uh, it'll make future job hunting a bit easier. <laughs> it will, yeah. Just let
3: me know, Colin We're wasting our time. You don't know the difference between
4: initiative and intuition.
3: I don't dang. know what. <laughs> what?
4: Well, it's one of my weaknesses, yeah. one of my strengths. Is I can go into a rage. <laughs> you
3: know, On more than goblin in half. Up to a minute. A knock out a, a barmaid. <laughs> push her into a wall what would you say your greatest <laughs> achievement all was bread.
0: well I hit a goblin so hard that his body was in different time zones
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can also handle hot soup with my bare hands
3: she, she's she's a woman for all occasion yeah. so, so with uh, that
1: you know with that incredible initiative role Clem you are first up so you've got this um, this big hairy ass goblin uh, holding a massive like spike club barreling towards you what do you want to do well um let's see how how close is he is he um he's about 40 feet away from you but he's sort of he's gonna start coming towards you okay well is,
3: is this the big bugger
1: i guess he's yep. gonna get a little one
0: a little taste of boomerang nice <laughs> The murder Wang. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs>
3: that's murder Wang. That's
0: In fact, I don't, You know, fuck it. Actually, no, that boomerang has been a real, like, apart from catching one goblin unawares, it's been a real piece of shit. I'm just gonna hurl some abuse at him. Oh,
1: excellent.
3: <laughs> that's weak. that's That's more some, effective. It
0: has been. Problem. Yeah, it was vicious mockery. Excellent. What are you going to say to him? um I fucked your mother from
3: behind. <laughs> you know that. I feel like classic. I feel like the That'll potency of that one might
0: expired, but I can give it a go. Um <laughs> Haha. You are quite ugly, and also your balls are probably smaller than the mean average <laughs> I've drawn across the population of your species. Oh. <laughs> Cut to the core. My wife said they were big. A knife to the heart.
1: <laughs> it's definitely, definitely, not one of Clems, definitely not one of Clem's strongest insults I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> weirdly enough though that, that managed to get him to the core you must have really touched a the nerve there maybe he's having marathon difficulties at home and not quite sure of it but that did actually hurt him so could you uh, roll some damage
2: uh, yeah I just rolled a 4 again <laughs> He's Sweet. incredibly, so, incredibly self-conscious about his nuts. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he—it's the, it's the <laughs>
3: goblin's weak spot that we that we've found so
1: yeah. far. <laughs> you see him wince in pain, Sorry, um, but he's still very much okay. He's hurt a tiny bit. You can still attack though, because the vicious mockery is a bonus action. I think. Although what it's a cantrip, but what I will do is is um, once
0: again give some words of encouragement. To I'll um, use some body inspiration on Balanater so oh hey balinator live laugh love <laughs> lemon juice <laughs> <laughs> and that's that used up and that is your you inspiration for for a future skull splitter
3: brilliant i'll put it i'll make a poster out of it with like a sunset behind it
1: you're about 40 feet away from this bugbear that you've um insulted so it's up to you if you want to move into a different position or stay behind the pillar I will gracefully and sensuously retreat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so you sort of sat, stood at the entrance of that room a bit further back, sort of thing. Yep. Sweet. Uh, and then next up in the order, we've got Bailey Netter Jones.
3: Um. So, um, how how far away is uh she from the bugbear?
1: So you've got about thirty feet from where you are behind the pillar. Um. There's also that goblin oh, with the, the, the funny hat. And he's still chanting, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's still kicking on.
3: Okay. Um, do it, Bailey. Do a rage. Do oh, it. I think is, if I have a rage, I'm going to have to have a nap and I might not get out.
2: <laughs> you don't have to take a long rest immediately. It doesn't, like, knock you out when you've used it.
3: No. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you, 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 I, I've got to have a long
2: rest yeah, before I... You've oh, used to it again. Yeah.
3: Awesome. Brilliant. Right, so Bailey later, incensed by uh, Clem, still, like, from earlier, busting into here and uh, banging and headbutting <laughs> the pillar and letting, you know, just still angry about that is the rage is kind of twisted inside of her and she's, uh you know, had a couple of gins as well. And it's just gone really bad. <laughs> and uh she's going to take it out on that bloody bugbear. So she's in a massive bloody rage and she's going to sling a friggin' javelin at the bugbear.
1: Excellent. Okay, uh, so give me an attack yeah. roll for your javelin. About 15. 15. 15. Fifteen. Uh, so yeah, pin. So you are completely pissed off, and you hurl your javelin as hard as you can uh, towards the bugbear, and it just hits the floor in front of its feet, and looks up. It looks up at you, sizes you up, and goes, <laughs> "Oh bollocks!"
3: <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, you, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm in, in so much more of a rage now. <laughs> Ugh, uh, that's, that's so annoying.
1: You can still move. Roll as well. You want as well.
3: I, I, want, I kind of want to go, like, start running maybe towards the goblin that's chanting and kind of be a bit like, and, like, screaming. Something about lemon juice. Just, uh, <laughs> like,
0: from Are you radio? going for that one? Not yeah. the second one. Or ladies.
3: Like, something some about that. Just, uh, yes, yeah, so I think I'm going to, like, enter more into the room. Just, okay. like,
1: going fucking nuts. Oh cool. uh, Yeah, so you, you step out about 10 feet in front of you uh, and to... Behind the next, the next pillar, a bit closer to the statue, uh, so you can see that there's the, the the goblin chanting next to the statue, and then just in front of you is um, that little iron cage with the the sobbing boy who's pretty much bawling now because all of a sudden shit has gone down. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then I believe it, I believe it, I After, it, Pilchard. after that we got uh Fourquare,
4: what you going to do? So. Uh, i'm currently at the entrance there's about 40 foot between me and the cage is that correct yes yes Um, and how big roughly is the cage?
1: um it's it's big enough that the the child is sat sat up uh but not big enough that they could stand so we're talking about three feet tall
4: cool okay i've got thought two thoughts um either um hurling a firebolt at the chanting goblin, or to try and sneak uh, around the right-hand side of the room, cast uh, a minor illusion to make it look as if the um, the cage has disappeared.
0: Ooh, mm. ooh, ooh! That sounds sexy. Ooh. I think so, like, I'm going to try sounds. the second.
4: Uh, so yes, I'm going to uh, quare So I'm going to uh, move up to the to the right-hand back pillar and nice. uh, cast a minor illusion to make it look as if the cage is not there.
1: Yeah, normally minor illusion means that you can create objects but that sounds fucking cool so i don't know what, uh yeah so you cast minor illusion it's it's almost like you've put um a camouflaged net over the top of the cage that that's the illusion that it just reflects the light from the wall behind it and makes it look as if you just where's the, the cage and what's this bush doing here so
3: <laughs> the shrubbery
1: so yes yeah, so you, you've effectively shrouded the cage um with this illusion to make it look as if it's disappeared. Absolutely. Nice. And you are currently hidden behind the, the pillar. Sweet. Uh, and then it
2: is cats. So I'm by the left-hand back pillar, and the bugbear is charging across the middle of the room. Is that right? Uh, Between the four pillars? Yeah. So here's what I want to do. I want to dash up towards the other pillar, mm-hmm. the, other, the, the left-hand pillar at the end of the room near the chanting goblin. Yeah. And on the way, so that's, I assume I've got enough movement to do that. Yes, yeah, plenty. And on the way, I am going to grab from my pocket a handful of ball bearings. Nice. And throw them into the middle of the room in front of the, like, just scatter them in front of the hobgoblin. Excellent. To try and trip the hobgoblin up on their next turn. Cool. I like nice. it. Nice. Sweet. Um, anything like that. So I'm now up, I'm now up, crouched behind that other pillar, um, trying to keep out of view of the chanting goblin and certainly out of view of the uh the bugbear excellent cool
1: that is sweet right so the bugbear is going to go next uh Cass, could you give me a sleight of hand check that
2: is a 13 plus 4 17 excellent well the
1: the bugbear just had a critical fail so as he charges up towards uh, Hlem, <laughs> uh he slips on the ball bearings uh very comically <laughs> almost as a somersault as he <laughs> flies through the air <laughs> yeah. and lands arms windmilling yeah, he lands great. flat on his back uh, and takes a little bit of damage um, while he's there as well so he is now prone on the floor and the nice thing about prone is while he's smack on his, fl- on, on his back he can't really do a great deal but I believe any attacks you make against him are with advantage while he's on. on the floor let me just double check yes. because I haven't done nice. this in a while
3: Nicely Good done. move, Mama Cass. Nicely done.
2: Uh, so was, we talked, <laughs> Good job. We talked at length about you, the honey. earrings previously, and I thought, yeah, now's the moment. This is it. <laughs> Capital.
3: So. Laura just bought okay.
2: me a whiskey. <gasps> oh.
1: oh, she's a good wife. Mm-hmm. So with, a, with prone, um, all I can do is crawl for my neck for the rest of my turn. Any attack that I make has disadvantage. And if you hit me with a melee weapon, you get advantage. If you hit me at range, it's a disadvantage because I'm now close to the floor. So if you want to get in with the attack, you've got to get right up close to me. Uh, so that bug bit is now flat on its arse and it can't really do a great deal because it's just on its back. So that's the end of its turn. The the goblin who's chanting, so the the goblin that's chanting looks as a little glance around at what's going on and it's focused on the statue and is uh, trying to, to maintain this chant. But as, as it does it, it sort of picks up its right hand and there's a little complicated gesture in the air and as it does you can see this sort of shimmering field surrounding uh the goblin This sort of blue hue that uh, almost like a force field around it but it's still mm. maintaining its chant. okay so that's the goblins. protection spell uh we are back at the top of the order
0: with Clem I mean classic Clem there's a guy on the mat as goblin there's bugbear hairy goblin balls on the floor i'm going to i'm going to clams going to get right up in that with his rapier and give him a right old poke
1: <laughs> okay so you, you <laughs> uh so you're more or less in the center of the of this pillared room and yeah give me give me Bug a t-
4: rapier rapier
1: <laughs> no
2: no <laughs> not oh, my no. goblin balls not
3: we are a bit balls-focused, aren't we, in the, this, this particular theme. half of the episode? <laughs> it is.
0: It's just, it's just like the tighter we get, the less we fuck about. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, go for the balls. Yes, Clem is going to go there and try and um, give him a good old jabbering with his stab. Excellent. So uh, give me an attack roll. Uh, 14, 18.
1: 18 does. And then advantage, shall I roll again? Yes. I'll take the first one. Second one was oh, 12. Cool, yeah. So the 18 does hit, so you managed to get in uh, through its hide armor. Uh, give me a damage rule for the rapier.
0: Oh, yeah. One. <laughs> Plus two, three. Three piercing three. damage. Excellent. Turns out my insults are sharper than my actual sword. <laughs>
1: Brilliant. <laughs> uh, yes. Brilliant.
0: I've literally done more damage doing your mama jokes I think. <laughs>
1: so yeah you get you managed to get in with a bugbear um you stab it and it pierces the leather armor just a little bit enough that you can feel a little bit of, a, a bit of flesh uh but not enough to do any serious damage to it
2: it's a bit of flesh
1: wound i've <laughs> chopped uh, your
3: bloody legs off
1: that's I'm <laughs> jones what do you want to do
3: Right then. I, well, Bailey Nate is just, I'm still in such a bloody rage. I'm still not really forgiving Clem, but I'm not going to attack him. Uh, so, uh, thank you. Um, and I think I'm in the middle of the room, kind of as well, yeah. just kind of running around and flailing my weapons. Uh, so, I'm going to use my uh, great axe um, and just bring it down, hopefully, fulfills on that bloody um, pig pog or whatever the hell it's called. What, what bugbear? Bug bug bugbear. <laughs> bug yeah.
2: Pig so. I don't, I don't know. You're just trying <laughs> to find like... <laughs> another excuse to say, Let the unk see the pork, aren't you? <laughs> the
3: see the pork! <laughs>
2: Excellent. Yeah. Does uh, so yeah, you...
3: like see the unk, Let the unk see the junk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh...
1: love it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so you get to do uh, an attack roll with advantage, so you click it twice on your axe. Cool.
3: So my first one was 10 plus 5, 15. Second one. Whoa. Ho-ho. 19 plus 5. Oh, 24, baby. Yeah,
1: that, ve- that very much hits. Uh, yeah, so you can uh, roll damage yes. on that. Oh, throw in your inspiration as
0: well. Throw in your inspiration dice as mm-hmm. well.
3: Oh, I might do it on the next one.
0: But you've got an attack on him. Do it like fucking do his bum in.
3: <laughs> but, okay. How do I do? Oh, God. What am so I just, doing?
2: Just, just roll, roll what you're rolling. Roll what yeah. you're rolling. Yeah. So roll the damage first.
3: I've done it. Seven. So- D6. Oh. The,
2: the cube. The cube. I've got it. And roll that. Roll a D6. Three. Ten. And then plus two because you're in a rage?
3: Oh, it is. Yeah. Twelve. Three Maybe. plus two. And then damage vision was seven. Ah, okay. I... Full disclosure, I didn't do that on the last time I did that, so I use yeah, so I might have got that a bit wrong. But That's um, cool. yeah, twelve on this roll. Jesus. Sorry. Okay. So
1: you you leg it to this poor defenseless, incapacitated bugbear, and you bring your axe down full force against the side of its neck and carve a decent chunk out of its neck, but not quite all the way through to completely decapitate it. So this thing is super hurt. It's on death's door, but it's very much alive and it's just How? How?
3: Fucking out. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take it. I'll take he's it. He's Hardy.
1: Uh, me. So that leads us then to
4: footwear. So we've got the bugbear on the floor, almost dead, mm-hmm. and we've got the other goblin still chanting. Yes, still chanting, and he's got the sort of with a blue shimmer of it. Force fields. Right. Okay. Um, in that case, then I'm not going to try and throw anything at that that goblin. I am going to um, run and try and hit the bugbear with uh, my stuff. Excellent.
1: Are oh, you going to just nut it in the face? Oh, little legs running
2: <laughs> with your little stuff.
1: It's it's like morning,
0: a wooden spoon.
2: You. The weird, totally. macabre, child's play style, <laughs> killing blood. Like, <laughs> like Chucky. He's just running across the board with like a chopstick or something. Like oh. a borrower. It smashes so, it his blood flying. The turns meedle. around to the two of you, grinning with his little angelic <laughs> face, spattered with blood. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
3: Arietti! no. We <laughs> had it coming, Dad.
4: My to hit is 22. Wow.
3: <laughs> That's super
4: hits. And then, uh, please roll damage.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Two
4: plus two, critical four. Four.
1: <sighs> so, Forkway, you, you see what's going on. <laughs> and you, you see that this, this bug bit is A, huge, but on the floor, on its arse, and B, almost dead. And you think this is your chance to... To make a real difference. So you, you scamper across as far as, it bless you, as far as your little legs will carry you. And you climb up. Scamper? You climb up this bugbear, as in like you climb across it feet first. And you stand on its chest and you raise your quarterstaff as high as you can. And then slam it down into its eye socket. And you just feel the, the, the floor on the other oh. end as it goes through. you oh, had God. some strength in you and this bugbear <laughs> even Bailey Nate
3: Jones is disgusted Jesus.
1: this bugbear bugbear is so dead he didn't get a chance to get a single pop off you just annihilated him <laughs> fuck
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god
3: oh this is so much fun Love i it. think
0: we must all be nicer to fofo <laughs> coming forwards yeah. just in case Jesus. just in case not the only one who went yeah. into a rage
2: Well, i've
3: got my pocket sand pet he is a that.
2: little psychopath <laughs>
3: It's fucking nuts. Um,
2: so that leaves uh, Kaz. My turn, right? So I've clocked that the the, uh, the goblin that's chanting. Like I've seen this scene <laughs> of uh, bleak violence in the middle of the room. <clears throat> the the goblin that's chanting. Um, I've I've clocked that it's put this shield of some sort around it. I think what I'm going to do is just charge it and try and shove it against. A wall or something like that, or into the statue, whatever's feasible from the angle that I'm at. Okay, and cool. I'll just try to knock it over and distract it, stop it chanting.
1: Cool, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so if you can give me, so yeah, if you do an athletics cool. check.
2: Okay. Um, yep. That is a nat one <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, plus three, which makes four. But I don't know if we're playing hard criticals or not. Um, not hard critical, but
1: that that will be an automatic failure. So you run. You walk up to the, the, the goblin who's doing the chanting, and you go to do your best to give it a good old shove. But because you've got little arms, bless you, you don't quite get there. Uh, and you, your arms are fully out, <laughs> but there's still, a, like, half a foot between um. you and the goblin shaman is just...
2: Ah? Right, okay. <laughs>
1: that was a waste of an action. <laughs> uh, the goblin now clocks you. Because <laughs> you're right next to them.
2: Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I've been discreet so far, no one <laughs> spotted me. I'm like, uh-uh. Hello. Oh, oh my gosh. Do you <laughs> friend?
1: So you see the goblin still um, still chanting, still looking, um keeping one eye on the statue, but to sort of side eyes to you. Gestures with its right arm again. You can see this this white fire erupt from its hand oh, and launches it at you. Uh so I need you to make a dexterity saving throw.
2: That's a 14, 10 plus
1: four. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So as it launches it at you, you leap uh, to the one side and you manage to to dodge the full f- f- force of the blast, uh, but you do get three damage as uh, so the side of this oh, this arcane fire just sort of cuts through the the one side of your arm. Have you still got a healing thing?
2: Yeah, I've got a potion on me. I'm on four out of ten, so I'm I'm all right. Okay. You're not you're not immediately well, dead when you get to zero. There's
3: there's still chance. There's all right. Okay. Cool. You know what you're doing, Cass. Yeah. You, you
1: know so cool. <laughs> Sweet. Um, this is tense. The goblin is going to move um, across the room to the other side of the statue to where the cage used to be. Or oh, well, it, where it is now, but where he can no longer see. Um, just, to, just to get out of your space a little bit. Uh, but as it does, it just looks to where the cage was and is like, wah, 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 and keeps focusing on the statue and keeps chanting. Uh, so then we're back to the top of the order and we've got Bailey Nita Jones. No, Clem, uh, isn't I it? Clem. Wrong order. It is Chlem.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank
2: Fandango. you.
0: It is Chlem. It's the first time ever Chlem's come first in combat. And boy, is he not going to waste it like he has every other combat. So Chlem is going to uh, step behind the pillar that he's closest to, which I think is still like a pillar separated from the goblin shaman wizard yep. thing. And just going to use some vicious mockery uh, directed generally
2: at him, which I don't think needs line of sight because it's just nasty words, it is indeed. Um, so, what are you going to say to this goblin? I mean, if you say it, if you say it in a disembodied enough way, then you'll sound like some sort of cruel god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw what it. you did, Gary. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't do that
0: and do the accent at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too much. Okay, so uh, Clem shouts out, your mama's so fat that she can't save files bigger than four gigabytes.
2: Oh. there. there. The, the goblin.
1: I, it's my favorite your mama's so fat joke. The goblin is so <laughs> bemused and confused by what you just said. Um, but the, it's, it's just odd enough that it's managed to cause a little bit of damage. So can you roll some damage for that goblin? <laughs> Confused it to death Three Vicious mockery Is the way to go So the goblin Doesn't actually know What you said But it's just like Racking its head in pain Enough that it stops the chant Um Because you've actually Hurt it now And it, it looks up at you And just goes You will pay for that You Oddly dressed Strange spoken Meat sack <laughs> Unfortunately he's not a bard So he doesn't do any damage to you Just may have wounded your pride Oh <laughs> Take what does not have the same gift of the tongue as I have got my exactly necklace. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Then after that it's Berninette Jones.
3: Fabulous. So again, still in a rage. Still super angry. I think she's forgiven she's forgiven Clem at this point. <laughs> Clem at this point. Um okay. and she's like like reeling on the adrenaline of like slashing like half into the neck of the um what's it called, the bugbear. Um and also kind of seeing kind of coy like bury his staff into his eye socket. She's like hungry for more blood and she's just like oh, yeah. So she's gonna just rush at the goblin um with her again, with the great ass. I think I think um, I think she's within range.
1: Uh yeah, you'll be within range. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I thought you said Yeah, fab. I'm just gonna do
1: that. I thought you said rush at the goblin what? with your great ass. <laughs> That's like,
3: out. A fine yeah. green
1: there's not there's not a oh, rule for yeah, that baby. let's roll and see what happens Just
3: backwards.
1: you sit on just the goblin
3: rushing like running
1: backwards into the
3: um, into the goblin it's a choice um uh yeah so she's gonna rush um uh with the, just with the axe again uh and just just again trying to Put the goblin off from the chanting, at least. All right, cool. And, so, um, and try and get rid of the force fields, possibly.
1: Okay, cool. So if you run at him and give me an attack with your great axe. Uh, 16. 16.
3: 11 plus 5.
1: Ooh, 16 is not enough. So as you bring the axe oh. down on this goblin, it's almost like that force field uh, rep- repels it just a little okay. bit. It should have just... Been... <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you should have tried your ass. Going backwards, <laughs> <laughs> maybe just enough. She's got a very she powerful hands. Yeah, okay. and then we've got crushed walnuts in it. Four quid, the Slayer. What do you want to do? <laughs> Conquer, conquers.
4: <laughs> um. <laughs> Conquer,
1: conquers.
3: I warned you. I warned you. some ghoulies again, isn't it? It's, oh, uh, it's definitely a theme.
4: <laughs> while uh, while getting a firebolt ready, can I have a quick look? um at this statue and get a bit more of an idea what it what it is.
1: Uh yeah, so as you as you prepare um your next spell, you do glance at the statue and um it's similar to what to Walkassos. So you see it's quite an ornate stone. It's of um a human dressed in full plate armour. Uh, they do have their visor up so you can see their face. Um, and you can see that their their arms are outstretched and then they've got their palms facing up toward the ceiling. And because you're a little bit closer you can see that there are words uh, carved into the bottom of the pillar of the the statue that says um, "Various Sextus Founder," hmm. and that's what you can hmm. see. Sorry, awesome? what various,
3: vi- various sexes founder. Fun- uh,
1: various Sextus, uh, comma founder. What are you going to do?
4: Uh, well, I'm wondering. I've got this firebolt ready. I am wondering whether to launch it at the goblin or the statue. Up to you. Oh. I'm going to launch at the statue, I think Sweet, Oh,
1: oh cool
3: Gift
1: <laughs> So, um, yeah, so you... <laughs> you're, you're at, you You black out for a couple of seconds And you just hear that, that kill bill <laughs> as, as, a, as a righteous fury overtakes you And you launch a fireball directly at the statue um, Can you give me uh, an attack roll with the, the spell? Uh,
4: the hit is 15
1: Cool. Uh, so you launch this fireball at uh, the statue, and you see the the fire slam into the stone face, uh, and quickly just dissipates. Nothing happens. The statue has got a bit of soot on the face now, but otherwise is unharmed. It oh. was wasted. <laughs> oh. But at least you know now. That's the important <laughs>
0: thing. Like,
3: that was such a waste.
1: It was science, man. Yeah. It was science. Um, cool. So then we've yeah. got Cass. What would you like to do? So
2: <clears throat> the goblin. Threw a fire, uh, arcane fire at me, and then ran towards the cage. So I think I'm going to chase after it uh, and come in with the short sword and the dagger and just go for that. Excellent. One, two, three. Um, I think there are several people close by. I think Bailinator Jones is right next yeah. to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can I'm do it. A... Apply my sneak attack. There's, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, so we'll go in with the short sword first. That's an eight, so that's not going to do
1: it. Uh, nope, that just sort of misses.
2: And then with the dagger. That's an eighteen. So that's a fourteen plus four.
1: So you feel some resistance as the dagger goes towards the goblin, but it does manage to penetrate that that force field and hit the goblin um, in the in the shoulder. So can you roll your damage for that?
2: Yes. So that's a three plus two, which is five. And then because I'm right next to Ben Jones, I'm also going to roll an extra d6 with sneak attack, and that's another three. So eight altogether. Ooh, mama. That gobo. So really get in. There, so yeah, you know,
1: it wasn't just the shoulder. You managed to slice the jugular. So this goblin is slowly bleeding out. Oh. It is on death's door, but it's still alive. It's just sort of on the on the floor, down to one knee, and just. Uh-huh. And it's still
2: chanting.
1: Is it chanting? It's trying to. It's, but every time it chants, more blood comes out of the wound. So it's trying to, to stem that at the same time. It's quite quite gruesome. Um, so now it is the Goblin's turn. <clears throat> and with one final act of defiance <clears throat> against mm-hmm. uh, Kaz, because you are right next to it. Uh, but it gets disadvantaged because you are right next to it. It's going to summon up the last, one of the last bits of its magic and launch that fire, that white-hot fire, against you again. Uh, so was it 13 your AC? Correct. Okay. Disadvantage, it rolls a 4. So that's no good. So yeah, it tries to summon up the last of its magical energy because of its, tr- it's, it's trying to stem the blood from its neck it's trying to maintain concentration on whatever spell it was doing it just dissipates and into the air it's still just trying to stem the blood flow from its neck uh, so as we go back to the top of the order we have Clem. what would you like to do? I think it's time for a little bit more vicious ooh, 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 ooh.
3: <laughs> the last words I'll ever hear <laughs> make them good, make them count, Clem
0: oh, you, you know I will you know they're going to be well thought through. Um, yeah, so Clem kind of pops his head around the pillar and goes, Hey, Goblin wizard man. your penis is very much like a dill pickle, whereas mine is like a mighty frankfurt.
1: <laughs> How does it feel? The goblin just collapses in a wave of tears. <laughs> uh, the tears very quickly turn to blood, and just sobs itself into oblivion. The last thing you could have done was insult its manhood. You took everything from it. It was quite. Pr- it was quite proud of its nethers until you came along, <laughs> Glenn, And the goblin, just whatever they
3: might be, slowly
1: sinks into the floor and dies with a little. <laughs> Ugh. To die. Did oh. it just have one hit point left? The goblin is completely dead. <laughs> Yeah, he was on death to One hit left, and I just fucked it up. Hey. So you have killed in your face, was... goblin. You have killed the goblin shaman and the bugbear. The combat is over. Hey, well done, guys. Well done.
3: Yeah, absolutely Let's demolishing see, that
1: bugbear. It was, it was really quite that was insane. Like, yeah, tripping him on the floor just meant that he didn't stand a chance. Nicely done.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, well done, that was
1: done, quite a Karen. good tactical move. <laughs> smooth moves, yeah. folks. Very smooth Damn. moves.
3: That was awesome. So, that was a stroke of genius. Uh, is anyone else imagining Pilchard Pete with a peg leg? <laughs>
4: <laughs> How pathetic in this kid? Because yeah.
3: I am. Like a little, like, tiny Tim. Like,
4: yeah. Yeah. oh, I just, hello,
3: so is it Christmas?
4: <laughs> I keep on thinking that, that since he's been kidnapped, he shouldn't be just... Um, just Pilchard Pete, you should be pilfered. Pilchard. <laughs> Oi! Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Pilchard We can't Pilchard prefix Pete. Pilchard Pilchard Pete.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> speaking of Pilchard Pete, um, he, you can still hear him sobbing uh, in this invisible patch of nothing near the statue. The, uh, the illusion has held, but you can still hear him. <laughs>
4: uh, I call the illusion
1: off. <laughs> you can suddenly see this very bedraggled, stinking kid who's been through some hard times just <laughs> sobbing and in inside this <laughs> inside this Poggy iron cage. Pilchard Pilchard Pete <laughs> stinks vaguely of fish and has a peg leg. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, So you've got um, Pilch- Pilchard Pete uh, sobbing in his little iron cage. You can see that the cage is really old and rusted, but there is a lock on the front of the cage. Has any, anybody got lock picking skills? Uh,
2: probably
4: me. We and also the haven't um, looted. Oh, looted the goblins.
2: Yeah. Oh yes, you go. You go ahead and loot the goblins.
3: Yeah, I'll but I'll just, loot the
2: bugbear.
4: Just very quickly, the lock is a key lock or a combination. It's just
2: a normal
1: uh, turnkey kind of deal, but it looks battered.
4: Cool. We're looking for a key
3: then. Um, All right. Well, Bailey cool. Jones takes the bugbear and gives him a good shifty.
1: You find on the bugbear three gold pieces, and oui. you also find the corpse of a pheasant. That's vaguely glowing. Uh, can you give me an investigation check, please, Billionaire? I can. Boo, 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 seventeen. Okay. So, amongst all the all the bits and pieces inside the bugbear, you do notice that inside um, its pockets, as much as a bugbear can have pockets, uh, you do notice a torn bit of fabric uh, with some writing on it that I will put into the chat, and again will be in the show notes. Ah, so that's what you find here uh, um, on the bugbear's possession.
0: Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my god! I think I've just sussed oh. it. Okay, so the thing that um James just so the thing that was um on the scrap of thing uh-huh. that uh, the bugbear had is a torn off corner of paper with the word word. Yeah. But if you look at it compared to the yes. thing we found earlier, the um the tapestry, it means sword. it's Before I give you my patronage, you must first give me your sword. And there were four indents either side of the statue when we walked in.
3: <gasps>
0: I think the four of us might need to stick a sword in each to that next to the statue.
2: Okay, I haven't got a sword. I think, well, so the, ha- hold on, the hands of the statue are palms up towards the ceiling. So as well. Plop a sword in there. Oh, but they were the four slots. Imagine. Is that, something with four uh, Jamie said niches. I think, did, did that mean like little cut away? Like yeah,
1: yeah, it's like an alcove that's sort of cut in. It's yeah. about, let's say, maybe two feet high.
2: Um, You can go and look at them if you like. Yeah, and they're off on the sides of the room, right? Yeah. they're not by the statue. No, yeah, they're on onto oh, the left. Oh, okay. Cool. East and west. I, I go with Tony. Yeah, I think Tony's Stay right. In the, yeah, put it in his hands. Then, yeah. So I, I, yeah, sword into the hands of the um, short sword into the hands of the statue. Okay. So
1: Kaz, uh, well done, Kaz. so you, you, you have to. Um, maybe you get it. You get a booster from Bailey Nett because this statues a good. You know, several feet off the off the floor in like a plinth <laughs> uh, so you you <laughs> throw you <laughs> So you place uh you place your weapon into the outstretched arms of the statue, and after a few seconds you can hear the groaning coming from within the statue as ancient mechanisms stir to life. You see the stone fingers of the statue slowly curl around the hilt and blade of the weapon, clamping it down in a stony grip. Behind and to the left of the statue you hear the scraping of stone on stone as part of the wall shifts away to the right, revealing a small antechamber. And the musty smell of ancient air fills your nostrils. You have discovered a secret room. Thank you. Oh! <gasps> hey.
3: Let's send Clem in oh, there.
1: I was I was going to say, wasn't wasn't going to be loo- going to loop the the other corpse as well?
4: Yes, I'll I'll do that now. Briefly, yes.
1: So Forqua, you find a magical wand inside the shaman's pockets.
0: Ooh!
1: Uh, hey, you're not quite sure what it does, but you can you can sense that it has an arcane power to it. You can, t- you can test it if you like. <laughs> 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 Give it a wiggle, son. Give it a wiggle.
3: I love the excitement. that for... <laughs> Fab. Great. Uh... <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa. I'm <laughs>
1: just,
4: uh... no, I just, I just going to pocket <laughs> it
3: <laughs>
1: Cool. So you've got this, um, this door that's opened into this antechamber. Uh, and then you've also got Pilchard Pete locked in his little cage, sobbing to himself.
3: I like that we just Uh, left the kid.
2: Well,
3: maybe there's
2: like. So so I um, have I have thieves tools and an advantage on slight hand checks and stuff like that. So I can probably have a little crack at that lock before we go into the stinky room.
4: My only thinking is, if he's free, he might run away and then might get himself into more trouble. We just tell him to be cool
2: maybe United uh, jones just gives like i'll
3: just like hold him by his ankles like that yeah. like like just yeah, in one works. hand just like a fish yeah like, like the fish, fish yeah. he is yeah
2: like catch of the yeah. day <laughs> okay i'm gonna before we go into the stinky room i'm gonna try and open up i'm gonna try and pick the okay lot.
1: cool so give me a uh, yeah selective hand check with advantage
2: that's a three plus four is seven. Oh. Plus, i think i double my proficiency bonus that's so plus another two is nine because i've got uh proficiency with these tools and then that's an eighteen uh plus another two is uh eighteen sorry twenty two plus another two is
1: 20. yeah, so you <clears throat> very easily um open up this cage it's not it's an old rusted uh almost like a bird cage, but slightly bigger, so it's a dawdle for you, so the door swings open, and pilchard Pete immediately like leaps out of the out of the cage and clings to you um just sobbing and just thank you thank you, thank you,
2: thank you, <laughs> and just keeps crying. Okay. Um, all, all right, all right. Be, be, be cool. Just go go and stand with the little guy over there. with all the No, no, him. give him to <laughs> Bailenator Jones. She knows how to hold on to a child.
3: you like Lenny.
2: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yes, I pet him too hard. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just uh, want to right. in the? Who's having a look in the stinky oh. room?
1: Cass, can you give me a persuasion check to see if uh, young, pelchard people listen to you? <laughs> uh,
2: 18
1: plus two. 20. Yeah, that's fine. He immediately just looks up. looks up at you and there's... Not a connection, but he feels like he can trust you. So he, he starts to calm down. It's imprinted and like a ben walks over to yeah. <laughs> And then walks over to Benyonator know, Jones <laughs> um, and just sort of tries to hold back the sobs and just repeats, thank you, thank you. It's fine. She sounds a lot like the goblin.
0: <laughs> <I think laughs> thank should. you,
3: thank you. All right, Pete. Calm okay, down. Um,
0: Clam's going to take a look at the secret room he found. Excellent. The
2: stinky room.
1: The stinky room. The, the stinky
3: room. room. <laughs> oh,
1: so uh, you walk into the, the antechamber. Is it just you on your own or the other's coming with you?
3: <laughs> yeah, we lock him in there and run. <laughs> 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 Bye, Clem.
2: <laughs> now Pilchard Pete is part of the party. <laughs> yeah, we've got Pilchard
3: No, I, well, I've got the kids, so... Um...
2: Yeah, I, I think I'm going in as well.
3: Yeah, to, I think that's nice <laughs>
4: what are you going to do try to remain equidistant between um <laughs> <laughs> the party going <laughs> in and the party staying. okay cool <laughs> uh so
1: yeah cast and you enter through a small a very small corridor and you open up then into um, a much wider room than you were in previously so uh as you walk in you can see that there is a dim light from some torches on sconces in the wall how they're lit you don't know because this door was sealed um so the whole thing's about fifty feet across, uh, fifty feet deep as well. You can see that there are two um, sarcophaguses against each wall, uh, and there's one sarcophagus uh, ahead of you, about fifty feet ahead of you, um, on a raised uh, bit of stone uh, with a small, yes. small couple of steps up leading to it.
2: So, uh, sorry, are there are there five sarcophagi in total? Yes, or... uh,
1: three. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought... Five in total. So there's two on the left, so like... two on the right, oh. one ahead of you. Chlem. Um, clicks his heels and goes, I have not
0: desecrated a grave in weeks. And um, scampers forwards, his heels a clatter, um, possibly taking, while he does so, strumming his lute, uh, the happy tune, because it's time to rob a grave. And he goes to the one right
1: in the centre of the room, up the little steps. Cool. So you walk up to the, the grave at the, the sarcophagus at the centre of the room, uh, at the end of the stairs, and you can see that the, it's got a face carved into the the stonework, and it's the same face as the statue that Cass placed his sword in uh, just a moment ago, and it's carved on the front of it. Uh, various Sextus, founder of the Delian Order. Uh, can I use the the neck of my loot to lever the top off and get to the delicious grave goodies within? Uh, yes, you certainly can. Can you give me uh, an athletics check? <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> As Jesus. you try uh, to Cass... lever it, you break one of the strings oh, of your loot. clam ah, You don't shift boing. it. <laughs> Not my G string. Uh,
0: oh. That's my, that Cass, Cass,
2: Cass comes forward uh, and is reaching into her pack for her mason's tools and is is trying to find a chisel um, and sort of gently pushes Clem away. <laughs> but, uh, I think it didn't take right, much. On this thing,
1: Clam is just <laughs> weeping over his loot. Yeah. Uh, so Cass, you you are gonna go for the one in the centre, the same as Klemia. Yeah?
2: yeah, yes. Uh, so do you need another athletics check? Uh, so that is a fourteen plus three is seventeen. Well,
1: cool. so you you try to, to hammer into it um a fair bit, and um, but you you just can't get purchase into it. This
2: thing is sealed tight. There's no way that you, you can get into it. Um, can I? I, I want to have like a good hard look at it and see if I recognise the. The style of production, the the way that it was built, <laughs> something like that. Sure.
1: Um, so can you give give For, me... I
2: guess a history yeah, check. Yeah,
1: give me a history check, but give it with advantage.
2: Cool. So uh, 12 plus 1, 13. And then 19 plus 1, 20, plus another two, because I'm proficient in history checks related to the origin of stuff. Hey! Who <laughs> would have thought that would come in handy? A, a niche part <laughs> of my character. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you can tell... So you can tell from looking at this that this sarcophagus is made from the same stone as the statue um in the other room mm-hmm. um so it's very strong very sturdy but the it's much stronger than the the stone that is on the other four sarcophagi and the other part of the room It's a much cheaper okay. much more, uh, much less durable stone
2: right so i I looked at clam and say oh, I don't think we're getting into this one easily let's uh, let's have a look at the other ones they look like cheap piss my she's
0: the <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: then. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> let's work our way around the other ones.
1: <laughs> so Balionator and Fourquad, do you want to enter the room or are you going to stay where you are?
3: Yeah, we'll Yes. Yeah, we'll come in now and um help see if there's anything else we can do. So um
1: as you both enter the room, have a have a crack at those uh, boxes. Yeah, as you both enter the room, the with Pete. Uh the door behind you slams shut. Oh god. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah, I'm going to take a look at the boxes
1: with my mighty bare hands. Sweet. Um, mm. So, you want to try and split open one of the the sarcophagi?
3: Yeah, why sure. not?
1: Um, why not? Can you give me. Let's just do it. Let's try it. Give me an attack roll Slight. with your axe.
3: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I better use the axe. Or you can use anything else. Uh, kind of thing. No, no. I use the axe. Okay. I use the axe. Cool. Uh, sixteen.
1: Yeah, that that does it. So you bring bring the axe up over your head oh that definitely does it um you bring the axe up over your head and slam it down into the stone sarcophagus and it shatters um what you can see is that there's not a skeleton or a body in there which is what you'd expect from a sarcophagus um there's a couple of coins um at the bottom of the of the the grave but there's just a single skull uh at the top and it's got um a symbol carved into the forehead of the skull uh, which I will send into the chat, and again will be in the show notes. Ooh, okay. And as you do that... Papalosa. Um Near to the, the sarcophagus in the corner of the room, there's a brazier that suddenly bursts into life with white fire.
4: Okay. Sorry, which uh,
1: which uh, sarcophagus was this so one? This one uh, is at the bottom right of the room.
3: And there's a skull um, with a symbol, like, like kind of like... Uh, waves or wind or something being blown um, and a white fire has uh, come up in the fireplace.
2: Interesting. Thank you. So I I think Cass is now working on, uh, I guess, the top right coffin.
1: Yeah, yeah. we're not going to need to roll for it. You do it enough times, uh, work with your masonry tools that you're able to smash open the top right uh, coffin. And again, you see um, a few... Few coins, no skeleton except for a skull with another symbol um, carved into the forehead. And then, as you open the sarcophagus, the brazier on the top right of the room bursts into fire, and this fire
2: is a bright blue. Okay. That first fire was white, yeah. wasn't it? The moment. Mm, yeah.
4: I will go to the sarcophagus in the bottom left and uh, beat it with my staff.
1: Cool. Uh, it takes a little bit longer for you, Queer, Bless you. Um, but. Filled with righteous purpose, as you slew the bugbear, you do manage to get the sarcophagus open. Um, <laughs> and inside is a single skull with this symbol carved into its forehead. And as you open that sarcophagus, the bottom left brazier bursts into a, a bright red fire. And then
0: I guess Clam will um, take the one on top left. And... Uh... I guess batter it open with the remains of his ruined loot,
1: <laughs> so
2: like a real <laughs> rock star smashing up his yeah. Skull. So you,
1: the the loot is basically blown to smithereens, but you do manage to to open up the sarcophagus um, just a tad, revealing a single skull with this symbol carved into its forehead. Uh, and as you do, the top left brazier bursts into uh, a brilliant green uh, flame. And then once once you see that all four of the braziers are lit you can see that the combined uh, light sources of these four braziers reveals some text carved into the the main sarcophagus at the other end of the room that just says the words, purify the dead.
0: Hello, Editing Mike here. Listeners, you can find pictures of all four skulls in
2: the show notes.
3: Ooh, okay.
2: I think we probably want to toss these skulls into the fires.
3: Yeah, I think, yeah. Where, all of the fire...
2: Sorry, we've got... Wind, water, fire, and earth. I see wind, water, fire, and ice. I'm oh, sorry. well, it's, it's green fire. Oh, so, okay. So the white one was the wind, the clouds, whatever, then blue, then red, then green. So purify the dead. Yeah. Um. I think Cass takes the, I think I had the blue one, mm-hmm. Uh. The, yeah. the water one, and tosses it into the blue fire.
3: Sure. So you- and Bailey Nader Jones does the same with the white one. Cool.
1: This one I opened. Yeah, can you throw the blue? Um, this your skull into the blue fire, Balinator. You throw the your skull into the white fire. Uh, nothing happens. Oh. Um. Do we need? Do to, we all
0: need to do it? Well, I say, do we need to match the symbol to the color? So, um. Oh. So the very first one was the one that Tony opened. No, the very first one was the one that Balinator opened up,
2: which was white.
0: So that needs to go into. I think that needs to go into the blue fire because no wind. Wind. Well, the flames—the flames that came up were
4: all next to the symbol on the skull.
0: I'm not—I'm not saying that they're necessarily the correct flames to purify that skull, though.
4: I'm just wondering that, like, if you look at the um, the second one, that looks like waves, and we had a blue flame on that, so you'd naturally put them together. Um, hmm.
3: The green one looked like mountains, and like I... the red one looked a bit like
2: crackly fire. fire, like unless i think they were all just next to the the braziers that they need to go into sorry ben go on
4: well i was going to say maybe um switching them so the if you did the uh, fu- um the fire skull into the blue like to sort of put out the flames if you like and again the water one into the red fire that there's a link there for for me
2: shall we Finish off putting them in the ones that they're already in. We can I'll
3: I'll just Let's use my asbestos happens. hands and grab and them, we'll out, them if, out. Yeah, we'll if that's, the, out with... if that's the problem. If that's wrong. we can <laughs> I sort place it.
4: The, yeah. the fire skull into the into the red fire. Okay. Uh you
1: place the that skull into the red fire and nothing happens. Clem
0: Um Okay, I place the jaggedy I guess I want to say ice, but this is this is the earth. Skull
3: I thought it was in, mountains.
0: The mountain skull into the
1: what colour was it? Was it brown? No.
0: Green. green fire. That's you, uh, brown fire.
1: Green. So you fire. place that skull into the green fire. Uh, you have four skulls in the four different braziers. Nothing
4: happens.
3: Oh, God damn it. Oh, I, the I knew the you were Brown that fire
4: that, we Jamie. left in the, in um, the first
3: right, um, you yes. mate, it fishes yes, all the skulls out.
0: Okay, so we have four skulls with four symbols. Uh, if we look at them from top to bottom, so we have the first one has these kind of curly things on it, which could either be waves or it could be wind, probably wind. Second one I mean. looks like wibbly water, third one looks like spiky fire, and the fourth one looks like of hey, a sort of uh, pixel mountains.
3: What about the dead bodies next door? Oh, we can't get out now. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um,
1: so the the skulls are currently still sat in the braziers? I think we've yeah. fished them okay.
3: out. I fished
0: them out with my bare hands because I'm that hard. You fished all, all of them out? Uh
1: Oh, Bailey, you're going to have to make a hurty hand check oh,
3: now. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, ben, can you make me a constitution saving throw, please? 19. Okay, cool. So uh, you managed to get the, the skull out, um, but you still take two points of damage.
3: Oh, bye. <laughs> so, I might just what, test take one out then. What was the... What colour flame did you put That's in? Go
1: on. White. In the white. Um, As you white as you you take the skull back out um you're close enough to the brazier that you can see there is a little bit of text written beneath the brazier itself and it says the breath oh it says the breath of god can part the seas
2: ah so that's the sea right so the the water skull needs to go in the white one. wind in the wind flame which is the one. the white one so can we part check the, the s- other braziers please
1: you certainly can uh so Beneath the blue skull, uh, beneath the blue brazier, you see the words, blue brazier. with quenching blow, the rage will fail. Beneath the red brazier, right. you see the, the words, and burning wrath consumes the trees. And beneath the green flame, you see the words, the highest peaks can break the gale. Gotcha. Okay, so wind goes in green.
2: Uh,
3: so the, w- the skull I took out of the white one.
2: Yeah, let's put the, that, that, that goes in the green fire.
3: Uh, we got. I think have we taken all? I only took one skull out though,
0: so we've still
2: got so three. We, we, we fish all the skulls out.
0: Well, we, I suppose we need to do one each, aren't yeah. we? and then singe our little
2: fingies. Well, um, we, or, okay, we I'll just use, or we could just use a sword or a javelin or something like that. <laughs> just pop it through the eye hole and hook it out without anyone taking. it <laughs> Okay,
3: okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Sorry, I think
2: <laughs> Smart. dying in this yeah. game. <laughs> I think I have a drum set that I could
0: use the sticks for.
2: Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh use, no uh, i don't have a drum six set. and a half foot long javelin
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right. I, I, i'll use my javelin on the blue one sweet okay um,
1: <laughs> so you,
2: you can get all the skulls
1: out now with that advice you can get them out with a,
3: with my javelin and i don't do myself <laughs> yeah okay i've done it It's so, done.
2: so we've got there's the breath can part the seas so the wind i think the wind fire needs to have the water skull in it the white fire has the water nope. skull
3: but yeah, white please. fire put the water skull
2: in. Yeah. Yep. So then quench the rage. I think it the was. So that fire be... skull goes into the goes blue into the water. fire. Yep. The blue one. Yes. The trees are burned by the fire. So the uh, mountain skull in the red fire. And then wind is broken by the peaks. So the wind skull
1: in the green the fire.
2: Green fire. Please.
1: Okay, cool. So you place each of the skulls into the, the different colored braziers. And as the last of the skulls is placed into the fire, you see they all disintegrate. And you hear, you can all hear like the vague sound of a scream almost, but then turns into like a cheer. And as, as you hear this, the air suddenly becomes oh. deathly cold. Your breath hangs in the air as if it's the dead of winter. And in front of the main sarcophagus, the air seems to vibrate and condense. You see the shape of an ethereal figure appear. It's worn features and noble bearing stand out and you can recognise that it's the spectre of various sextus that stands before you. He pulls out a shimmering so- hmm? short, sword, short sword from his sheath. The blade seems to catch the light even in this dark and dim chamber. And with a tired smile, he walks to you, Kaz, and offers you the short sword. I
2: put my hand forward cautiously to take the grip.
1: As you take the sword, he smiles and nods. You gave me your sword and you've cleansed this place of the ancient curse that befell it. And so I give you my patronage. Thank you. Continue our good fight. As the last of those words leave his lips, he fades away, and the short sword becomes corporeal in your hands. As you lift the sword up, it catches the light with a green hue. And as you know from your histories, this is the fabled blade, Green Bane, which is designed to slaughter goblins en masse. As he disappears...
3: Guess what Kat is doing next?
0: (laughs) don't really need any help that would have been useful five hours ago (laughs) yeah
1: as the figure disappears the stone door of the tomb opens up so you're able to make your way back out into the harsh light of morning the path back to the boar woods is clear now that the sun has come up and you easily navigate your way through the woods and back to the village of kneecap as you emerge from the edge of the forest a commotion can be heard as Jago his wife and other members of the village rush toward Peter Peter calls out mama papa as he runs as fast as he's exhausted and peg legs will carry him towards his parents. <laughs> Jago envelops Peter in a bay hug and falls uh. to the ground sobbing with joy. He looks up at you with tears in his eyes. I'll be. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all. He hoists Peter up on his shoulders and calls out, Giselle, prepare a feast for our honoured guests. You begin to make your way back to the tavern. With the aches and wounds you've suffered, you're lagging behind from the rest of the village. As you enter the village square, your attention is drawn to a curious tent pitched up in the center of town. A battered wooden sign staked out in front says, Fortunes told, deals made, and omens interpreted. Not for the faint of heart, heavily pregnant, or severely intoxicated. (laughs) A gnarled, clawed hand emerges from the tent and curls a finger towards you, beckoning you inside. And you've come to realize that the call to adventure is never to be denied, and so with trepidation and excitement, you step through the canvas veil and into the darkness. And that is where our session ends. Congratulations, you've solved my adventure! <gasps> wow! Oh, I'm hey. hey. Jamie. Brilliant stuff! Oh, oh Jamie, that
2: was great! great. <laughs> oh, my Amazing, good lord!
3: I really enjoyed that. I properly, yeah, yeah I can see the appeal of D and D now. This is
1: yeah. really good. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's cracking, mate. Really it's a journey. Fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys had fun. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So I really really honestly really enjoyed that. I came into this absolutely knowing nothing about D&D really at all. Um but I'd love to do more of this. It's really good fun. And uh yeah, I'm going to miss Bailey nater Jones. She was uh she's a, a a live wire. <laughs> that, um could break a man in half with her fist. So uh, you know, all good.
4: <laughs> Very much the same. Yes. So I came into this knowing absolutely nothing still somewhat bewildered by um uh naturals and advantages and and <laughs> things like that but uh, this is absolutely wonderful and it's very much a we had the escape element which was lovely um but it was a uh, far more immersive than what we normally do definitely would like to do a mm. bit more of this
3: yeah i mean just to kind of add quickly onto that as well um it's very visual Mm-hmm. So you can really s- see it, you know. You can imagine it happening. It's very, very well done and really well, um, kind of choreographed and written, no, right. you know, and directed. Yeah. Jamie, like, re- really, um, really good. You also do a really good goblin oh. voice. I have to say, <laughs> oh, you so. yeah, that one, you <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, that was great. I, I, I always enjoy playing D anD. d And I don't get to do it nearly often enough these days so this was a really really fun thing to do i think a thing that we often avoid in the infinite escape room is having characters like non-player characters we, we yeah. kind of it's always if there needs to be something vaguely humanoid it's always a robot <laughs> or something like that um and i i i get why we do that but i think it was really really fun to have like dialogue and conversation and stuff that wasn't necessarily black or white um mm. that that was really 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 good fun um and yeah, love the that last puzzle especially was really like clean and fun and clever. Yeah, really Oh, cool.
0: thanks guys. Really enjoyed it. I um I am a long, anybody who knows me knows I'm a long-term D&D skeptic because <laughs> uh, I played it once many years ago uh, and had a good time and then played it a couple of times afterwards and did not have a good time. And I was like, oh, that's obviously default D&D is that it? it's just not a good time. And that was a great time. I had a superb time. Um, Really, really enjoyed that. Um, And yeah, Tony, I actually agree. There's some elements we might want to bring. I mean, I still think NPCs and puzzles equals fuzzy puzzle logic, but yes. at the same time, some more characters would be good fun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Jamie, just you did a you did a great job. You facilitated us through wonderfully. The storytelling was lovely. You put up with us dicking around. Oh, that was, was great. Like, I love, a that's lot. What, a that, lot. of yeah. a lot of being a DM. There's a
3: lot of Aldercat. Yeah. Uh, that's there that's today? the yeah,
0: I uh, <laughs> I really. I don't envy whoever has to edit this, he said, looking at the recording just coming up to three hours and nine minutes. Jeez, what um, oh, was yours. this. Oops, oh, some God. poor bastard. Um, Sorry. But yeah, no, that was, that was great fun. Sorry about it. And Jamie, how about you?
1: How was it from your perspective? I loved it. Um, I'm always like hesitant to do DMing because it, it feels like a lot of work and then there's a lot of improv to go with it. So I'm really nervous whenever I do a session. But yeah, you guys are great. I think even though... You were sort of learning about your characters on the fly, because we didn't get much chance to delve into it. It was brilliant. You all had like, loads of fun with it. Um and yeah, you annihilated like most of the things I threw at you with ease. Try as I might. You guys like, for the first session as well, you guys just stormed through. It was incredible. This was, this was loads of fun. It's time to boo
3: at the end of the day.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it wasn't for boo. Oh,
1: yeah, like, you, you did loads of things you did that I didn't expect. Uh, so like getting the rat to, to chomp on a, a goblin's nads and throwing ball bearings on the floor. <laughs> and, like, you disarmed my trap by throwing a bag of sand down the stairs like a slinky. And like I gave that that bag of sand it was a throwaway randomly generated item that you got. <laughs> it was it wasn't part of the plot. So like you oh, used mean. it brilliantly. Um, yeah, it was loads of fun. So I hope there's I hope there's an appetite for more of these kind of short adventures in future.
3: I, I would yeah. love to. I, it was great. I'd have ha-
0: like I'd cool. happily revisit this.
4: Yeah. Oh, I, I I do think I do see Mike looking at the uh, <laughs> the recording getting longer and longer, yeah. going short. <laughs> they are they, even this is a short one. I think
0: Ben will be editing it next time. <laughs> 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 I, I'd happily play another game of D and D in a in a oh, yeah. while without was, recording yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Without recording, that would be, be fun. That was good fun that no, was
3: really cool i definitely if um, it yeah I'd definitely be up for it again if
0: if you wanted so, so cool mm. I'm gonna wrap us up now because um, yes because it's lit. on
3: 11 o'clock
0: <laughs> okay listeners thanks so very much for joining us for what's been um, a really uh, really lovely uh, little mini series little mini D&D campaign uh, as you've probably been able to tell we've had a real blast doing it um, and it's something we might dip our toes into again in the future. Uh, if you have enjoyed listening to it, then do let us know. So yeah, anyway, we are done. And now we're going to be returning back to the major continuity of The Infinite Escape Room as of next episode. But anyway, as ever, thank you so very much for listening, particularly if you've listened to all four or five, depending on how many episodes this chops down to, episodes of this D&D special. Uh, you can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, theinfinitescaperoom.com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, and as ever, well, episodes even at this point, we hope you did. uh, We'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on anything really. Yelp, um, Amazon, um, the AA. uh, It's just anything you do really. Any kind of marker on the internet is a big old help for us in reaching new audiences. Have it etched into hot metal and then burn it into passing wildlife. Um,
2: All right. Anyway, laser cut it into.
0: Right.
3: And on that note, guys.
0: Alternatively, if you're not if you're not into um, to hurting innocent, defenseless animals with hot metal, then why not join our patron? Uh, we've got some cool patrons. They're pretty fucking sweet. They're pretty. They're pretty cool
3: uh and they get bonus content
0: right. uh crit- critically actually our patrons don't attack animals um Michael. I'm, glad I'm glad you've
3: cleared that up <laughs> The, <cord. actually. laughs> the <cord>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway
0: God. oh i have to record record this bit at the end it's been so long <laughs> Please, um, you'll oh, find God. a link Mike in the episode description to join anyway and anyway, there's loads of different tiers bonuses and whatnot um and you'll be cool uh, anyway, much love. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time on the infant escape room. Tatty bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye-bye. bye bye. Bye 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 bye.